Love the British monarchy? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the To Die For Daily podcast with Kinsey Schofield. Take it away, Kinsey. Hi, all. Kinsey Schofield here with the To Die For Daily podcast. And I have called an emergency majesty meeting with the co-host of the majesty podcast, Christo Fufus. I, I texted him in a panic and I said, can you get on and talk to me in about half an hour? I have something I'm so fired up about. It's a great way for us to cross promote our majesty podcast. And I also, you're my pop culture, you know, sounding board. I love to talk to you about way more than the Royal family. This story that has dropped today about Meghan Markle being in the sequel to Whitney Houston's The Bodyguard, The Audacity, Christo. What are your first thoughts when you hear this headline that Meghan Markle could be in the sequel to Whitney Houston's The Bodyguard? Well, firstly, you are quite right to call this an emergency. Absolutely <laughs> correct. This is an emergency. It is. I've dropped everything. The dogs haven't been fed. My husband hasn't seen me. I, this is an emergency. Um, well, I mean, uh, immediately, my first thought is, God, you do love replicating a dead icon, don't you, Megan? You really do. Because, um, of course, the bodyguard is, I mean, the soundtrack alone. I mean, my God, is one of the best Queen of the night. Queen of the Night is brilliant. And I don't always love covers, but her cover of I Am Every Woman, all of those are absolutely uh, brilliant. Of course, Donny Parton's I Will Always Love You, though I prefer the original. But anyway, let's not get into Donny Donny, uh, politics. Uh, But I think that dolitics, as I call it, I think that um, immediately it sounds like it's a piggyback on a dead icon being Whitney Houston. But then also... um, there was something, and you reminded me of this, because there was a story ages ago about Diana having some involvement in the bodyguard. Is that right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So this is, you know, in today's What the Heck, Royal Rewind. Um, in the day Diana died, Christopher Anderson says that Princess Diana was discussing starring in the bodyguard, too, with Kevin Costner. This was around the time of her death. And Butler Paul Burrell also says that this was happening around the time of Princess Diana's death in a royal duty. He shared some juicy details. The original film starring Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston was a box office and critical success, as as we've said. Um, But the idea of the sequel is kind of cringe, if we're being honest, a la Grease 2. God bless Michelle Pfeiffer. She really carried Grease 2. But when you add the element of... I love a cool rider. Who doesn't love a cool rider? (laughs) C-O-O-L-R-I-D-E-R. In fairness, I did like that movie, but it is trash. Right, Um, but Princess Diana was supposed to play a princess in the film. So already I'm grabbing my barf bag if they were going to simply slide Meghan Markle into this idea. Princess Diana was going to play a princess in the film. Um, You know, Paul made it sound like Diana, Diana was really never considering the offer, but was incredibly flattered by the idea of Kevin Costner picking up the phone and making all of these changes to scripts because Um, of her. Go ahead. uh, Well, the thing that's interesting about this is that 
obviously you hear a lot of this kind of tittle tattle and you know you usually have a pr firm behind you know oh uh crypto's going to be the next james bond you know what i mean it's like you know everyone's going to be the next james bond whoever whoever wants to be associated with a big brand but this is actually something that was confirmed by kevin costner that he actually did uh, approach the late princess of wales to star alongside him in a sequel to The Bodyguard. Now, this is going back. 1992 was the original. And uh, as we know, Whitney Houston, as we've mentioned, was in it. And he said that he, Diana, and the producers were eager to get the project off the ground. Now, you're probably quite right. Paul Burrell and Diana privately were saying, well, not sure, but let's be nice. It's Kevin Costner. Right. But um, if Paul Burrell's verified that there was at least a conversation... If Kevin Costner has verified that there was at least a conversation, I think we can say, and Fergie as well, yeah. you're quite right. Separately, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago she confirmed that there was at least a conversation. It was I Fergie. Think we can say. Fergie made friends with Kevin Costner in China, and she was the one that suggested that Kevin Costner and Princess Diana work together. And she actually whispered in Costner's ear that Diana was a huge fan of the bodyguard, which is what got the ball rolling here. Um, she said, you and Diana would make wonderful lovers on screen. Why don't you ask her? I bet she'd do it. That's what Sarah Ferguson told Kevin Costner. And so that well, is and, and, and what got the ball rolling. She, she also said, I remember, this is what Kevin Costner said, uh, that, that Diana said, are we going to have a kissing scene? And uh, Kevin Costner said, she said it in a very respectful, nervous way. Um, and she said, there'll be a little, he said, there'll be a little bit of that, but we can make it okay too. I mean, so this could have been Diana breaking into the movies. I personally think that had this have happened, I think it would have been a cameo role of her playing herself mm. as part of a wider story. I don't think she would have been the, the new lead. Whitney in the movie, the lead, but I can absolutely see her agreeing to doing, you know, perhaps that was the assignment he was on before he went back to um you know, protecting Whitney and, and, and another storyline about that or something else. So I can absolutely see this being something in some capacity that might have happened. Perhaps, like I said, not a full leading role, but certainly a cameo, certainly something like that. So um, it says now... the film was set in Hong Kong and focused on a princess that falls in love with her bodyguard after a failed kidnapping attempt. Costner is quoted as saying that him and Princess Diana talked on the phone about the level of sophistication and dignity that the part would have. It would be tailored for her. And it quickly became clear to Kevin that Diana identified with the lonely, hunted pop diva played by Whitney Houston in the original. According to Costner, Diana said, my life is maybe going to become my own at some point. Go ahead and do the script. And when it's ready, I'll be in a really good spot. Costner responded, when I come to you with the script i'm going to try to it's go, i'm going to try to be hard to resist i'll tell you truthfully this is going to be good or i wouldn't be doing it diana laughed at his pleas now the craziest thing to me is the nude scene there was a nude scene in the script that he'd sent her according to christopher anderson the bodyguard aka costner is seen doing a routine security check when he notices that the master bedroom door is open as he walks in Diana's character appears to be stepping out of the shower 
She stands transfixed just for a few seconds, it reads. Then she grabs her robe. Later, there's a scene in the movie where the husband is out of town and the bodyguard stumbles upon the princess in the dark and fireworks. I'm assuming that's lovemaking. I, I, um, I think I don't believe any of that would have happened, by the way. Oh, I, no. I, I believe, no that, so I at believe... the time at the time of her death, the, the revised script without the news, nude scene was sitting on his desk and he was just about to send it to her. So he talks about how traumatized and crushing it was to to be to find out she was dead because this was an act this was a fluid situation where yeah. he's like oh she's gonna love this and to be to have that taken from him but apparently, I, ab- I, I, I absolutely see what i think would have happened would have been that she'd have gone back and said i can't do this whole part yes, she did, but, yes. you do, but but you're quite right how exciting that they were even talking about this and how exciting that for him that he must have been thinking i'm going to star in a movie with princess diana um unbelievable and so why what's this got to do with megan there somebody told in touch magazine that megan was going to be picking up where diana left off and that's why this story is circulating but it's like you just said to me you would hire a publicist to say I'm going to be the next Bond. It reminds me of when Jay Leno and David Letterman were both going out for Johnny Carson's roles and all anybody was talking about was who was going to get Carson's job. So Leno's publicist called page six and said, I'm anonymously telling you that Leno got the job. He hadn't got the job yet, Christo, but because there was such a positive reaction to page six posting that Leno got the job, NBC freaking gave him the job. That's how Leno got his job and how Letterman got the boot and went over to CBS. So to me, like you're exactly right. People say it because they want the buzz, but sometimes you manifest and you actually get the gig by blatantly lying to the to to the public about an opportunity like this. I don't think that it's you know, I don't think that there's any way that Megan could could not only she would be filling in for two icons, Whitney Houston and Princess Diana. And I just think what a ludicrous suggestion. Well, what it is, is clearly this is um, Megan saying I'm available for movies. (laughs) <laughs> and why can't I just have attach myself? It might not even be this movie that she wants, but what what perfect tick box lists tick box this? So an association with Diana, tick an association with uh, a, a Hollywood royalty, Hollywood, uh, but no Whitney as well though. Oh yeah, tick two people that can't deny that story, tick because they're both dead, um, and that always raises your capital. And then um, also an association with Kevin Costner, Pick, and a huge, 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 huge Hollywood franchise and brand, Pick. Um, and so all of those things combined, this is, you're quite right, an absolute PR move. Stunt, just a total stunt. I'd go as far as saying it's a crock of you know what, but I always say there's no explicit content in my podcast, so I can't say it what I want to really say. and now a word from our sponsor who else now tell me because as you know i am very very cynical who else does ari 
Emmanuel, who is the CEO of the uh, uh, power agency that Meghan has signed with, who else does Ari Emanuel represent? Do we know? Um, Michael Moore, Mark Wahlberg, Larry David, Martin Scorsese, Aaron Sorkin, God, I love the newsroom, and Conan O'Brien. So not a lot of female names on that initial list. I'm sure, I know, I know that um, Gwyneth Paltrow is is at the same agency. Uh, so I'm there just, are... I'm just, again, because you've got to look at, if this is a piece of publicity, then, I mean, the William Morris Endeavour clients are um, Ben Affleck, Jessica Alba, Christian Bale, Kate Beckinsale, Matt Damon, Jennifer Garner, Whoopi Goldberg. You know, is this about a tie-in with any of those clients? What benefit could those clients have from being attached to Meghan and vice versa? Uh, is Kevin Costner represented by them? That's what I want to know. Oh, I l let's look that up. But I'd also, I, one of my arguments was also Kevin Costner's going through a very nasty divorce right now. And one of the reasons he said he can't pay his ex-wife $200,000 a month is because he's currently not doing Yellowstone and he's not working at the capacity that he has been. So if he was preparing, also he's a lot older than he was when he was in the, the first bodyguard. So I just don't know if it would look appropriate for him to be pursuing a younger woman such as Meghan Markle. I don't know. But I just don't think he's He's said in court filings that he's not working right now. If this were on the horizon, he'd be lying to a court of law and could get in trouble for lying to try to keep his monthly um, payments down to his ex-wife, which I don't think you'd risk if you if, no. if that kind of money is is up in the air. But also, also, let's now look at what else beyond this, because a year or two ago, uh, a writer, Matthew Lopez, was pitching around a bodyguard remake with a young Latina in the Whitney Houston role. Is this all paving the way for not necessarily a Kevin Costner bodyguard? Because clearly, uh, I think you're right. I don't think Kevin Costner's got anything to do with this story. But is this Megan pitching herself around saying, hey, you want to remake the bodyguard? And by the way, uh, my agency represents Jake Gyllenhaal uh, and Christian Bale and all of these other actors. Wouldn't they be perfect in the bodyguard role? I'm so cynical, but I am. I, I, I do wonder if this is how it all works. And this is how they get those projects off the ground. It's the Jay Leno effect that you just right. spoke about. No. Well, I do think that we have clearly established that this is a PR stunt. A load of rubbish. Exactly. Um, I, you know, we had spoken last week on talk TV about Harry leaving Hollywood and how we felt like that was a joke of a headline that circulated way too quickly. This is the perfect example to me of journalists not doing their due diligence. And, and this is just clickbait. And it frustrates me because Journalists are super guilty of it when it comes to Harry and Meghan, and it's not hard to pick up the phone and call an entertainment reporter and say, have you heard anything about this? Because any entertainment reporter in this city would say, absolutely not. It's interesting, isn't it? Because, the, But of course, it's good clickbait. Why would yeah, they do that? And of course, but I'm sure actually, hang on, next time, um, do you know what? You know what? I'm going to actually, um, I, I, I know what I'm going to do now. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm on my laptop. Yes. Because you know what they like. You know what the Sussexes like. 
They love a denial. Bodyguard <laughs> denial. Just looking up whether Megan has denied these rumours. Because right. obviously, no, Megan's bodyguard to quit after six months in the job. I mean, I mean that could make a movie in itself. Yeah. Um, the truth about those Meghan Markle security guard reports... Um, about a personality clash with Megan. I mean, could you imagine if they actually tried to make a bodyguard movie around Megan's relationship with the security staff? They'd be the ones putting her in the line of danger. Oh, <laughs> well, that, uh, that's us being nice, not mentioning all of the rumors about her, her and her bodyguard. That's us being nice and not mentioning the fact that a lot of times her outfits match her bodyguard's ties and, and all of the things people point out on Twitter. In um, fact, there are so many stories about bodyguards. Could this be? Again, I'm very cynical, as you know. And I know that's why you love me. I do. When you do a search on Meghan Markle and bodyguard, all you get is Meghan Markle's clashes with her bodyguard. Meghan Markle, uh, former bodyguard, exposes the truth. Uh, Meghan Markle's security concerns. Bodyguard for Prince Harry Meghan Markle charged. Is this Megan's attempt so that when you do a Google search on Meghan Markle and Bodyguard, it's that that comes up rather than all of the negative stories about her and her relationship with her bodyguards? Wow. I think that's the most legitimate theory we've had since we started talking. Because now, when you do the search bodyguard, Meghan Markle reportedly being tapped to play lead role in sequel to The Bodyguard. Meghan Markle may enthrall fans in Kevin Kastner's The Bodyguard sequel. And you've got to scroll right down until you start seeing stories about Princess Diana's former bodyguard and Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle Markle's hiring Kim Kardashian's bodyguard, Prince Harry's security and Meghan Markle. All of these sorts of stories are right further down the search engine now. Jesus, that would be a very good P that would be a very good digital public re relations firm that came up with that idea. You know, but, but I'm, I think you're right. I think that's a really that great concept. A, that's a legitimate way in which um, big stars clean up their image. So there's, there's, there's the famous example here in the United Kingdom of Boris Johnson, the former prime minister. Now, when he was in the uh, Brexit campaign to leave the EU referendum. There's the very, very famous, if uh, your American listeners might not be aware of this, but there was a bus that he was pictured in front of, which was uh, offering to give us £350 million a week if we left the European Union, right? Boris Johnson, bus. Now, when he was being, uh, being interviewed to be Conservative Party leader to become Prime Minister... He gave an interview where they said, what do you do in your spare time? I like painting buses. I like painting pictures of buses. I like making buses for my children. So all anyone then spoke about was Boris Johnson making buses. And that became the top internet search. When Boris Johnson bus was then searched for, the, the lie about the £350 million from the EU went further down the search. So this is a legitimate digital marketing strategy uh, or digital reputation cleanup strategy by big names in the public eye. It's it's tr tried and tested. I think it's that. Oh my gosh. Christo, you cracked the case. <laughs> maybe, maybe. What a great way to end the podcast. We have found the solution. We cracked the case, allegedly maybe, um, but what a, a great 
um, what a great theory. I'm like literally going to get off the phone with you or get off Zoom with you and call my mom because I can't <laughs> wait to repeat this to her. I think that this is that's, it's brilliant and it's something that I would suggest to somebody. So I think you're absolutely right. That could be it. I need to I, I need to I need to put my rage away because I think you're onto something here. Yeah, and maybe she's trying to outsmart us all, but she'll never outsmart us, Kinsey. Never. Not the Majesty podcast. Never, 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 never. Uh, lovely to talk to you in this emergency edition. That's right. And if you're listening to me right now on To Die For Daily, head on over to Majesty with Christo Fufas and Kinsey Schofield for a brand new episode. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>